Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, a little earlier today, the Roach uh, interviewed the coach of the Collingwood Football Club for their AFLW program. I was off getting my stitches out from when I had a little cancer removed. So let's sit back and have a listen to the Roach having a chat to Steve Simons about the big game against the Crows this Saturday at Unley Oval at 3.10. Steve, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Uh, great to be here. A kid from a town of 629, Kimber, on the Air Peninsula, makes it to the Norwood Football Club and the Collingwood Football Club. It's almost a book. You've got to tell us the short version. How did you go from Kimber <laughs> to Norwood via Darwin to Collingwood? Uh, yeah, it's been quite a journey, there's no, no doubt. Um, I just guess I just followed the pathway through and as opportunities arise, um, you get an opportunity at the next level and you just take that opportunity when it, when it arises. And um, yeah, just being blessed to uh, be involved with some strong football clubs and be surrounded by some strong football people that helped direct me through the different ways and different pathways. And, uh, um, and then, yeah, you end up where you end up. So um, yeah, it's been a bit of a journey, but um, that journey is also the experience I've gained all along the ways yeah. obviously helped me to get to the positions that I've got to. It's interesting to read your, your biography, so to speak, and then learn about your influence on women's football, particularly when you go to the AFL-NT in Darwin and start up the women's program. Is that the fork in the road where that determines what you're going to do post-playing and post your own sort of stuff in footy? Yeah, it is. Like My role up there was as, as a development manager, so I, I took on a few different portfolios, and uh, one of them was obviously trying to uh, get up an um, initial junior girls um, competition and uh, and get that uh, get the girls proactive into playing footy. So obviously that's where my interest started um, originally, and obviously down the track when the SNFLW was um, about to occur and that, and I was uh, really pleased to be involved with uh, the initial stages of that. That it was too good opportunity to uh, to turn down to be involved with um, starting up something from scratch, mm. particularly programs and and that from scratch, which is a real passion of mine, is getting into programs and, and building them. So when the opportunity came up to be involved with something new and, and, and to help create that, um, you know, it's too good to knock back. And I've actually thoroughly enjoyed the experience and really learned a lot out of it, but also met some really great people along the way. And, um, you know, I'm really, really proud of uh, the way the, uh, the football, and particularly women's football, has evolved over the last you know, six or seven years since AFLW and SNFLW has all, all started and how... You know, go out to the local clubs and that how many young girls are now playing the game and been involved and have now star female players that they look up to and that like it's it's just great to see and you know it's going to continue to build and continue to evolve as it goes along and um, we understand it's not a perfect product just yet but um, you know we're in the early stages but no doubt you know many years down the track we'll look back at these early times and say uh, you know where it first started and where it's where it's ended up. So you're appointed Norwood's inaugural coach in 2016 for their Sanford W program. You win the first flag in the Sanford W competition. You're recognised with the Coach of the Year award. What have you seen 
from that grassroots from all the way to Darwin into the Sanford W to now when you sit at the Collingwood Football Club as their AFLW senior coach, how well is this game underpinned at the moment? Oh, it's just strong just from watching the players, how far they've um, evolved and improved and their understanding of what they're doing has been the big big key element. Um, in particular, like when, when we first started at this AFLW level, like we actually had no data to record yeah. from you know, from GPS or anything like that and Training methods, um, we, we still didn't quite know, you know, from the high-performance side of things, what players' levels they were at, what their bodies were able to be doing. We obviously always had shorter seasons as well, so you had to try and plan about going in and having a really short spike um, and all those things. So you learn as you go along and try some things. Some things work, some things don't, and you gain all that information and you just learn from experience and adapt as you go along. So I, I guess that's the biggest thing. But to watch, to watch the players develop, they're, from a physical aspect to what they're capable of doing now, uh, to watch them with their real strong understanding of the game and the strategies behind the game um, is, is really really been a really pleasing to watch. But also, you know, their skill level is evolving. I know mm. um, at times it looks like um, you know, some games can be a bit critical about the skill level and the skills behind that and the decisions behind some of the skills and that as well within the game. But the fact is the game's getting a lot faster um, each year. Um, Teams are getting better educated towards the strategy side of things. So naturally, as the game evolves, um, the skills and decisions have to have to match as the game evolves. And that's where we're at at the moment, where the game itself is evolving so quickly. Now we've got to try and build the skills and decisions to support that as we go along. You've been at one of the biggest football clubs in the land since 2020. Reportedly beat out Bet Goddard, who's the first AFLW Premiership coach and the most famous Danny Frawley to the job at Collingwood. How did, how did it come about that you got to Collingwood? Um... I think, uh, you know, obviously got asked to go through the process and um, was contacted to go through the process and uh, and did that. And um, uh, a lady by the name of Jane Woodlands-Thompson was oh, the um, well. head, yeah. of women's football, well. <laughs> head of women's football at, um, at Collingwood at the time. And um, I, I actually knew of Jane but didn't know her yeah. uh, personally or anything like that. But Jane obviously being involved with her sport and obviously had some attachment with the SNFL yeah. as well, um, obviously had watched from afar my, my progress and what I was doing in that and asked for me to go through the process, which I, which I did, and then obviously was fortunate enough to, uh, to get the position. And I guess, you know, the, the journey that I've had from experiences I've had through all the development pathways and, and that obviously put me, myself, in great stead for that. And, um, you know, I love building programs, so I guess that sort of affiliated with what Collingwood needed the, the first three years of Collingwood's women's program. Unfortunately, they had probably didn't have the success they were looking for. They'd finished bottom the first three years, so they were looking for someone to come in and bring something new uh, and to build something. And um, I guess at that time, I thought I was the best candidate, and, um, well, here I am. Collingwood is a fascinating club because we all have a perception of it, but you know the reality. How did they adopt, embrace, and also engage in the AFLW? Did you find that they were keen on it from the very beginning, or just wanting to be a part of it. There is a difference. Yeah, look, obviously I wasn't here for the first three years of, of, of the program. Um, and and, and look, I think I think most um, programs, if you go and talk to, to most clubs, I think each club had its own little... Um, the, the fitting period when you've got something new coming into yeah. uh, a new environment, how all that fits and how everyone works around that. So I think every club's had its own little um, pieces where things... Some things work and some things don't. I guess one advantage I found when I came in the first, uh, my first year here was that the Collingwood already had their um, um, netball team, their, mm. their um, national um, team um, involved. So there was always already female athletes yep. involved 
inside the club and, and, and heavily involved inside that and we're performing at a, an elite level. So there's already a program, uh, a high professional program already in advance inside the club. So there was some understanding of female athletes. Um, and obviously when I was appointed and got through that, obviously the, the club had made a strong decision to put something in place and build something. And that was, you know, the conversations that we had was about building the program and, and, and resetting it. So obviously it's for them to go down that pathway was always about really supporting that that concept and then putting uh, the support around the persons involved to be able to do that. So um, I can't fault anything from that point of view, the support I've obviously from my time here and, and the way the club's gone about it and really embraced uh, not only the, the women's football program, but female athletes inside the, the club, um, they've done a great job and you know, we, we really are one United club and all of them as one, there's no doubt about that. Good. The Collingwood Football Club and Adelaide have an intense rivalry in the men's competition that certainly has built that way in AFLW, Collingwood ending one of Adelaide's premiership defences many years ago. It could be the same story at Unley Oval on Saturday, 3-10 start in this semi-final. Now there was... Five points in it the first time you met. Adelaide delivered your first loss of this season, the seventh season of AFLW at Vic Park in mid-September. You tried so many different things to get yourself back in the game. How much did you learn from that match at Vic Park that suits you for this one at Only Oval on Saturday? Uh, quite a bit. Um, we took some, some real great learnings from it. And, and look, the last couple of times we played Adelaide, I think both... The last couple of games have all been less than a goal, and mm. both times Adelaide um, have got the jump on us early, um, and we've been able to put some things in place that's got us back into the game. And yeah, when the game ended up finishing up really close towards the end, so um, we, we we took some great learnings away from from the game. Um, we, we certainly started off too slow, and we one of the biggest things I guess we felt we moved the ball way too slowly and gave Adelaide a really good good chance to set up defensively against us and made it really hard for us to score. Um, we, we think we've evolved a bit as a team since then and uh, um, we think we're starting to get a bit more balance between our game and, and our ball movement in particular. Steve, have you coped with two seasons in one year and you're happy with August to December as the slot for AFLW? Um, yeah, look, it's, it's certainly been... Um, the word hectic is probably the word yeah. I've probably used this last uh, 12 months. There's been a lot going on and back-to-back seasons and coordinating that. You've got a couple of different drafts, you've got... So two different sign trade periods all in month that time, staff wise and all that type of stuff has been really busy. And I, I went when I was back home uh, the other weekend. My wife's family marked uh, January with a big circle around, yeah. just letting me know that yeah. we're have a break at some stage. So I've got January, I think, uh, earmarked for me. But um, that, that's why we do what we do. You know, we, we put our hands up to be involved yeah. um, in in these uh, in these environments, and you just got to get the job done. And look, it's been. Uh, yes, it's been hard work and there's a lot of hours going into it, but it's extremely rewarding as well that you know you're building something um, each time. So, um, yeah, it has been that, but I wouldn't change it any other way either. Well, Steve, it's good to know someone will be welcoming you home on the weekend. you know what it's like when you're playing the Adelaide Football Club in its own environment? It will be a challenging semi-final, but one that's going to be entertaining to watch, I'm sure. Good luck with it. And we'll see what develops with AFLW Season 8 because we've got so many mysteries with that one as well. Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, look, we look forward to seeing what the, the next season evolves as well. Mm. But hopefully our season continues for a bit longer. Good luck. Thank you. That's Steve Simmons, who coaching the Collingwood Football Club. They play Adelaide in this cutthroat semi-final at Unley Oval on Saturday. Should be an interesting game.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.